0: Just curious. Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. We are back for another episode. And, sir, we have crossed over the halfway point.
1: Yes, yes. We're on the other side of the hill.
0: (laughs) Other side of the hill. Still going up. Still going up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot. I mean, it's like, when you get to this point, you're thinking like, how are they going to wrap this up? You know, this everything's a mess, basically.
0: Many seasons. So many seasons ahead. Yeah, this is season four, episode six, Kicks Get Chicks. Yeah, it's a bit of a tongue twister when I look at it. It's like, is this really what the name of the episode? But it's a very, very fitting title for this episode, I must say. And where have we heard that before? Haven't we heard that somewhere before? Oh, I'm sure it came out of Johnny's mouth at some point in time.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So, before we jump in, we must give a word to our sponsor. Support for Let's Talk Cobra Kai is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming and offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust
1: Manscaped, and with this exclusive offer, you'll get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Cobra Kai at manscaped.com. Yes, indeed. Great stuff, I might add. Oh yeah, I'm still a fan. <laughs> still a
0: fan. Yeah. So as always, Cobra Kai is brought to you by Netflix. All episodes in the season dropped on December 31st, 2021. This is season four, episode six, chicks. Kicks get chicks. I have tongue twisted myself into this whole episode. No,
1: you know why? Because I think there's another phrase, chicks dig kicks. Yeah, there you go.
0: Season four, episode six, kicks
1: get chicks.
0: The rating, Sal, for this episode is 8.1 on IMDb. Not as high as last week, but hey- These things, I'm just putting them out there to say consistent with the past, but they kind of go all over the place. But they do give you a barometer of like the most popular episodes of the season, and usually it's five and ten. One, five, and ten kind of Mm -hmm. seem to hit those notes for whatever reason, but we'll see how it holds up at the end of the season. The synopsis for this episode is, a major change to the upcoming tournament since Johnny's scrambling to find a new recruit for Eagle Fang. Tori must ask a favor. Of the LaRussos. Wow. Whew, a lot there, and that is on point. That is exactly what's at play here. I like how it dispels it out for us.
1: Yeah, that last sentence, though. Tori must ask a favor of the LaRussos. Really? What? Well, she does ask a favor. I know, but that's But crazy. we're going to
0: get to that. I know. Just reading it gets you excited to uh, delve in. So I am ready to jump into our scene-by-scene breakdown, if and when you are.
1: Oh, man. I'm so anxious. I, I love where they open. I love it. I know. Anytime <laughs> we see that
0: sign outside, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I get yep. all excited. Yep, yep. And we open at the All Valley Sports Arena. And it's board meeting time, Sal. Minus one sensei.
1: Yes.
0: Daniel, current sensei. Yeah. Because he's on the board. Johnny's not on the board, to be clear.
1: Yeah. But it's and, a conflict of interest to have a current sensei then yes. on the board, right? It
0: yeah. Makes total sense. Sure. Right. So Ron begins the meeting, and I noticed, Sal, that it's sponsored by Coke. A lot of Coke products on the table there.
1: Oh, really? Coca-Cola, I didn't that, yeah.
0: that is. And it gets off the tracks immediately.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see like a Ron versus Daryl.
0: <laughs> totally. And what does Daryl chime in to say? Because he's always piping up about the blue mats. <laughs> Case in point here, Sal. What does he say? Right out of the gate.
1: Clearly, the blue mats led to a surge in attendance, why would we go back to the red mats? And he's passionate about this.
0: Yeah, he's defending <laughs> it, you know? And where's the uh, stats to <laughs> prove it? <laughs> the surge in attendance. I love it. Is there like, uh, you know, little cards they fill out, little customer oh. cards on the way. Oh, those blue mats. I, I brought my whole family to see those blue mats. <laughs> so then uh, there's a lot of things going on. We're yes. meeting some new people here. Mm-hmm. And who's great. She's kind of busting balls here, Sal. Yeah. She calls George out for having three divorces. Ooh ouch and then she references the Malcolm Jamal Warner debacle so then Gavin makes a great point about boys fighting girls now oh, yeah. this is something that wasn't ta- well it wasn't part of the karate kids all valley's but no. it did happen in the first all valley in cobra kai yeah. and i know we even talked about it i've thought about it and he makes a great point point. and then there's a video like a visual aid for him and who's in that video getting beaten boy.
1: Well, it looked like a YouTube video. Totally. Wait a second. Did the video show Aisha getting beaten or her beating? Her getting beaten. Oh, okay. I was just so excited to see Aisha. Oh, me too. I didn't even realize that she was the one getting beaten.
0: (laughs) But everyone's like, oh yeah, maybe this isn't the best idea. Maybe we shouldn't be promoting this. It's problematic. Yes, indeed. And then we hear George's great line from the trailer, Hmm. God help us all. Because they're in this meeting so long that there's, you know, they're back to the whiteboard and time has passed, new coffee's been introduced
1: on the table. Oh, not just coffee, they got energy drinks all over the place. Well, that's
0: Coca-Cola as well. They make those. Oh, Coca-Cola makes the energy drinks. And they even have a water, the AHA is also Coca-Cola. But you can just tell, it's like if there was a clock on the wall, it just would have went by, you know, like a few hours. It's like (laughs) the deliberating. And yeah. they're in there like, oh my God, okay, what have we done? And I remember we speculated on this way back many, many episodes oh. ago. And I was like, you know, what if they're letting adults a master's division? <laughs> yes. Well, we're not going to get ahead of ourselves. No. But we do love the fact that there seems to be change and we don't know what that change is just yet.
1: No. And I like how serious they take this. Even Ron says, "Oh my remember gosh. this proposal will revolutionize the tournament. This is our legacy. Yeah, And then they all vote unanimous, by the way. And then he says, it's time to step into the future. And then I like when he says, send out the letters. You know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of release the Kraken. Yeah. Well, I have a question for you, Sal. Do you think in the
0: Karate Kid Part 3 that there was this much debate (laughs) over the returning champ rule change? Was it just like, we've got to soften things up? And what were they coming off of? We were coming off of this incredible battle royale with Lawrence and LaRusso. I don't know why they made the change, but there was a different Ron, and maybe he had an agenda. But I would have loved to see that deliberation as well.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm to assume that was a different generation of board members. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah, I wonder what that was like. I wonder if they got dressed up. I mean, Ron is wearing a a, a jacket and tie, really, for a karate tournament board meeting? You guys are getting, you know, wearing the jacket and tie? Okay. Hey, they take it
0: serious. They do. So now we're at Miyagi-Do, and Sam's hitting the bag. And then Daniel has one All-Valley letter. Mm -hmm. And so I love that All-Valley doesn't send out emails. It's got (laughs) to be this like snail mail letter.
1: (laughs) I would imagine they would like burn the edges and like put one of those wax stamps on it. (laughs)
0: My gosh! And that really does remind me of the Cratty Kid Part Three. I think he had that letter run around Miyagi Do and showing Mr. Miyagi who yeah, was not interested. Yeah. Also at Miyagi's little trees. I think yeah, had, in the, it in it was, the trees. He always, yes. He always had that letter
1: with him. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a big thing. You have to sign it. Yeah, I, I You, you got to sign it. it. You got to sign it. Can't forge this. You got to <laughs> sign
0: it. And then later in the movie, he didn't even matter. He just was in it. No signature, not from Miyagi anyway. So we find out, so that there is a skills competition, katas, board breaking, weapons display,
1: girls division.
0: It only took 51 years to change, Sal. Mm. Incredible.
1: Well, they're a little behind the times, maybe.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's two All-Valley champs now with the new division.
1: That's so that's, huge. it's a game changer. That to me is the most huge thing. I mean, besides the katas, the board break and the weapons display, a male and a female winner, that's, that's huge. It's huge. Yeah.
0: Well, just think about this from the All-Valley standpoint. You need the arena longer, right? Mm. In entries, you have more time, more refs, more hardware to give out. They just kind of took this tournament, All-Valley Championship, and just times four. It's just a much bigger thing now. Mm. I could understand why they
1: deliberated so long now. Yeah, this is a big thing, just like when, uh, you know, once upon a time in the UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, there were no female fighters. Really? Even Dana White, UFC president, one day, he was on record saying, there'll never be female fighters in the UFC. The president of the UFC said that. Well, eventually he has mud in his face and dollars in his pocket, but having male champions and female champions, it's a huge, of course, it all started with Ronda Rousey, and now we've got a whole uh, whole slew of other female champs nowadays, so that's a big thing.
0: Well, what does Daniel say, right? Because he's got the letter very proudly.
1: And what does he say right away? Well, because Chris asks about the tournament itself. And and that's when Daniel says, there's a grand champion trophy for whichever dojo wins the most points. So even though there's a male winner, a female winner, or a boy's winner, a girl's winner, there will be a grand champion winning dojo. Yeah, and I should have said that how is it applicable to the
0: Cobra Kai, you know, handshake deal, the mm. bet of the valley, because that's yeah. how. Because he was excited the fact that there's Kata's board-breaking weapons display in Girls Division. He's excited by this notion, but who's going to be the winner in the uh, Cobra Kai, Miyagi-Do, Eco Fang sphere, and it's by points. Wow. I mean, that alone, that's a game changer. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting that Chris immediately is like, looks around. <laughs> He's Mm -hmm. like, hang on a second, we're better with Miguel and Hawk. True. And Dimitri is like, hey, we're all kind of like Rudys, referencing a great movie. Love this movie, the 1993 Sean Austin movie. Which, by the way, I referenced recently on Let's Talk Movies when I did a review of American Underdog. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Check that out, all of our fans out there. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I heard it myself. You're a fan, Sal. And you're I, on the I show, listen. and you're a fan when you're not on the show.
1: I listen to just curious media content. I say that publicly. <laughs> <laughs> publicly.
0: But then Dimitri also is like, and we'd also be good with this other guy, Rines with Dobby. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Dimitri's
0: yeah. the best.
1: Well, he's being honest. He's truthful.
0: Yeah, he knows. He's looking around. They see the score. Like Miguel and Hawker, great fighters. They've actually gone further in this tournament in the past. So we need those guys. But Daniel thinks this is the best thing that ever happened to them. You know, Miyagi-Do
1: Dojo. It's not just about fighting. I guess that Daniel doesn't... Well, okay. So since he says this is the best thing that's ever happened, his implication is that to have a tournament just based on fighting alone, he didn't like. He likes this new method. He likes that they're going to have the katas. He likes that they're going to have the forms. He likes that. He also has Samantha. Uh, and he thinks he has the female winner in his own dojo. The Russo right? 2.0. Yeah. He's pretty confident about that. He is. So now we're at the Eagle Fang dojo slash
0: warehouse. And Sal, I love the huge Eagle Fang logo on the wall. Like, bam, Johnny's got it going on there. I mean, they're still in a warehouse, but it looks the part now. I do yeah. like that. And then Johnny has the letter. So these snail mail letters have all gotten to the guys around the same time. The it's been about a week the after time.
1: the board meeting, yeah. I would imagine, roughly. probably. Yeah. But he thinks it's the worst thing that could have happened to them. Yeah, <laughs> so because I, he doesn't care about all that stuff. All no. he wants to do is get in there and fight, just like the old days, right? But no, they're making some changes. They're, uh, they're trying to relate to the youth is what they're doing. Johnny says, skills competition, bullshit kata isn't karate it's dancing what's this crap about a girls division thought they were all about women's lip they ought to man up and take a punch like the rest of us
0: (sighs) ah johnny He says it like it isn't. <laughs> that guy. Wow. Wow. So that's what he thinks. He's not into this, and he doesn't even have a female fighter at this point in time. Yeah. And besides Miguel, he doesn't have a lot. The depth just went away. So sometimes the overreacting, the splitting the dojo, style, was not the best decision.
1: For Eagle Fang and Miyagi-Do. Exactly.
0: Right. Yeah. For Cobra Kai, it's fantastic.
1: Well, yeah, because with Cobra Kai, then you have the divide and conquer. Once you split up the two dojos, then yeah, what what is it? Uh, a house divided will not stand, right? Yep, that's exactly right.
0: And so this is a dilemma. They do not have a female. There's no doubt about it. And so Miguel mentioned Sam. Let's bridge that gap. Let's get back together. Let's become a
1: union. And Johnny will not even speak to Daniel. No, no. He's on the outs. They're both on the outs. Right, Daniel doesn't want to speak to Johnny right now either. Right? No, neither. No, it works both ways. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. 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 Not good. I'm telling you, there's a lot, of, a lot of disappointing things here. Yep. So now we're at the Cobra Kai dojo,
0: and Silver has the all-valley letter. Thinks it's perfect, Sal. And he's already learned of the Daniel-Johnny split, which was interesting. And
1: then he goes a little biblical. Mm, he does. And what does he have to say? Terry Silver says, manna from heaven, baby. So it's like a gift. He considers this like a gift on his lap. This is
0: amazing. We got those guys on the outs, which we just said, it weakens both of them. And they have Tori. Okay. And they have Robbie. I mean, they've got it going on and they have this, well, other stuff happening. So Cobra Kai all time high. If there was a meter, remember last episode, you're like, is there an IMDB meter that you could see the episode? Well, right now, who's tracking? Who's probability to win all valley? Cobra Kai's is on the uptick, I would say, as of right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. They look like the sure thing at this point. Yeah.
0: You know, when I watch a football game, sometimes you look on Yahoo Sports it's, and sometimes it screens on Yahoo if you are not near your TV, a lot of the NFL games, but there's a probability meter on there. And I really like that. It's like there's a turnover and a really important part of the game, a key moment, and the probability just shifts constantly.
1: Does that affect the Vegas odds and the over and under and all that stuff? Does that apply in football? Those are already set. Like that's all happening pre-game, right? Oh, and those are and those are set numbers?
0: Yeah, this is just end game okay. showing people who are interested. It's like, oh, that's really interesting. It's like you can go from 40% probability of losing to wow. 75% of winning, A lot, much like cards or blackjack sure. you used to watch. What was that? Texas Hold'em on yep, TV. Yep, yep. It would show those probabilities. And then Crease agrees. Miyagi-Do, Eagle Fang, Short on Fires, they're both getting excited, and Sal... What arrives in the middle of this meeting? There's a delivery guy and he's got some huge boxes.
1: Yeah, and Terry asks him, May I? and he grabs the guy's box cutter. <laughs> yeah, opens up these huge boxes and he says, Cobra Kai is going to be the only destination for karate in the valley. I want our logo on billboards, on t shirts, and he's saying this and he's whipping out this gear. It looks like shoe boxes. Yes. Right? It did. I yeah. wanted to see these shoes, man. I, know. I wanted them to open up that box, but we don't get to see the shoes yet, anyway. He has these shoe boxes. They have the logo, Cobra Kai logo oh, on them. Yeah. I'm big time excited to see this stuff. Unfortunately, we do not get to see it. But Kreese and Silver have the bonding moment. And after that, what does Crease say? And on the back of both All Valley champions. Yeah, on
0: the back of the t shirts. Yep. Yeah, Crease is on it. Like he's like, now we know his focus. He
1: wants those champs. Yeah. And then elated terry says what now we're talking so i guess right now there is harmony with silver increase right now which is quite the opposite of daniel and johnny right now so yeah they are the antithesis of daniel and johnny at this moment yeah with terry's money merch flying all over the place right we don't know his net worth officially no but come on doing pretty good i'm gonna assume (laughs) he's worth at least a few hundred million at least right yeah, it's probably a fair assessment. That's what I would guess. But with
0: that money, Sal, and we mentioned this, I even mentioned this recently, you don't need to be the winner of All Valley to go all in and make Cobra Kai this destination dojo. You don't. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But they got in this handshake agreement to rid one another of their presence. And so, but again, that's our show. That's our movie. Okay. I get why, but Terry could go big. If you want billboards, hey, guess what? Daniel has billboards all over <laughs> yeah, at yeah. LaRusso Auto, so just go sure. get some billboards.
1: Sure. You can go rent a billboard. We, any of us could if we have the money.
0: Yeah. So now we're at Cobra Kai Dojo outside, and Sal, the oh. Reseda Flats restaurant looks like it closed down.
1: Yeah, I didn't notice that. I forgot what restaurant. There was a kebab restaurant or something? A
0: kebab, yeah. And it, We really? never went in it, and now we never will. No. no. So... You know what you could do? If it was Larry David, he'd open up a Spite Dojo <laughs> just right there, like <laughs> the Spite Coffee Shop, uh, the Latte Larry's. So now Tori walks up, right? And we meet Auntie Candace. Mm. I've never met Auntie Candace. Hey, do you know her, Sal? I, she's, no. It's a new one on me. No, but we're meeting Tori's family and not that impressive uh, folk. No. And she wants a handout, Sal. Yeah. Because she knows, I guess it's her sister's Tori's mother. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the dynamic. Yes, yes, yes. And she's also living off her disability. Yeah, some sort of check. Some sort of checks coming in. Yep, we yep. learn that Tori's brother is named Brandon and he's eight. Mm-hmm. And Sal, we also learned Tory 17. Now we might have I known mean, that, but I like to get these numbers I because know. this is
1: an all valley. <laughs> and what is the all valley let fight? Under 18.
0: <laughs> That's right. Now we know. Now we know. And really honestly, though, this whole season, I'm having more of a heart. Tori. I mean, this is just tough stuff, even for someone in their Mm. 20s, 30s, 40s. She's 17, and she's dealing with this kind of stuff. Mm.
1: So, you're like Amanda. You're opening up. I'm like Amanda. Yep. I like when the aunt says, you're a high school dropout and a criminal, and Tori says, so are you. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? (laughs) Exactly.
0: Exactly. So now we're at West Valley High School and we're at the fields out in the back of the school. You may recognize these fields that Daniel and Freddie and Johnny and Cobra Kai's all played soccer on in the original Karate Kid. Wait,
1: what are you saying? These are the same fields or are supposed to be the same fields?
0: The real fields are the ones that I went to with that oh, school it, when I walked it, Nico it. around the back. No, yes. not these. These fields are probably in Georgia somewhere. And we see on a sign in the background, though I like this, all state soccer champs. 2015, 2017, regional lacrosse champs, 2018. So, hey, West Valley High, props on you. A few championships there. I like it. And then this scene, this is no short scene. This sequence goes on and on,
1: and it's an amazing, amazing scene. Pretty hilarious. Uh, Everybody's getting the wrong idea. Johnny and Miguel are out to recruit females. Yeah, under 18
0: females. And Johnny says, when I went to this school, the only thing I was better at than karate, and I was pretty good at karate, was talking to chicks. Watch and learn, Diaz. Watch and learn. And so that might work in at a bar, (laughs) but we're at a high school here where Johnny probably shouldn't even be on campus. In fact, when I say
1: probably shouldn't be, he shouldn't be. I don't think he is legally allowed to be on campus. And nothing no. against him, any no. adult just walking onto campus. Unless they – and only if,
0: maybe, they have a child there. Sure. So Johnny is just – yeah, and he, and he pops up here a lot.
1: <laughs> he has, whether it be a dance, putting up <laughs> yeah. flyers at a dance. You know, whatever. Actually, he's always popping up at school with flyers, right, is, is what he's doing.
0: Yeah. So Sal, while this scene kicks into gear – We hear girls, girls, girls.
1: By Motley Crue,
0: and that's a very fitting song. Although it makes this scene even
1: creepier. <laughs> girls, yeah. girls, yeah. girls, and he's approaching all these girls that are like running oh track and oh, playing soccer,
0: right? Playing soccer, he really comes off like a stalker. And Miguel is like he's borderline. He knows it looks bad, but he also knows Johnny has a good heart, and you know that's what he's there for. Well, he knows but the but intentions are cringing, are,
1: are pure, but he knows how it looks. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But then he cooperates by.
0: Well, he, he you know doing? he's his sensei, he's his role model, and again he he knows what Johnny's after. It's just <laughs> it is cringeworthy. I get cringy, and we do also learn the location of Eagle Fang. It's between a pipe supply store and the burned down Chuck E. Cheese, which is hysterical. So, and then we see the flyer. Now, unfortunately, it wasn't like episodes in the past when he did the Cobra Kai one that Robbie had and we had a good visual of the flyer. You yeah. know, there's a lot more stuff going on in this flyer and it's like, learn to fight, join Eagle Fang Karate. There's a website, Sal, eaglefangkarate.com. I went there, nothing. Oh, we should register the domain. <laughs> no, wait a second. Did it. it say
1: like parked by GoDaddy or something? It, it wasn't GoDaddy, but nothing
0: happened. So uh, well, someone might yeah. have the domain, but the URL is not active. Yeah. And then his Twitter handle, uh-huh. and he spells Twitter with two Ds, not two T's.
1: Oh, Twitter. Johnny. It's
0: Sensei Johnny L. He doesn't even have the law on there. So he doesn't even have his true <laughs> Twitter handle on the paper. So again, this might be why his followers are stuck at one. So he's and giving people
1: wrong directions to his Wrong directions. Twitter.
0: And then there's a photo of him, and I love how there's a boom pow like an old Batman cartoon Adam West. like <laughs> nice.
1: Boom pow,
0: zip yeah. zang. And then there's the Eagle Fang logo. There could be more on there. There is more on there, but it's really covered up and you don't really get a good representation of it. But I just love it. I love it. He's always got something new. I'm assuming that Miguel makes these because- or maybe Johnny's gotten better
1: at this whole thing. Uh, I don't think Johnny's making those. It's got to be Miguel or or Johnny got somebody else to Outsourced. Do yeah, yeah. <laughs> jo- Johnny, I don't think, would know how to do that. Hell, I don't even know how to do that, let alone Johnny.
0: Well, Johnny says some great things are some inappropriate things, but oh. go ahead and give us some of his lines here uh, as on the recruitment trail.
1: I'm just imagining the principal or the counselors or the school security hearing that yeah. there's some guy trying to pick up under 18 girls, and then having this boy rub oil on himself on the field. Unbelievable. (laughs) And Johnny says, and the best part is we have a whole stable of hot young dudes (laughs) like my man Miguel over there. You like what you see? He's not even in the top five. We got babes and everything, whatever floats your boat. And I love the girl's response. He's saying this to some teenage girl. She says, I'm asexual. And he says, all right, he's sexual too. Check him out. Total (laughs) stud. So what do you say? Ready to become an eagle? Oh so, my that's gosh, so that, that was That's so such great. good writing and great performances. And yeah,
0: he's incredible. I mean, he's a total perv, but it is hilarious because he's oblivious and Miguel is just like, yeah, getting all lubed up, you know, show me the beach ball. Mm-hmm. Like he's flexing. Oh gosh,
1: yeah. it is just priceless. I love that. I love that I'm asexual. I love that.
0: And then we <laughs> see Moon. She comes up Yeah, they know her yes. and they try to recruit her for a hot second, but of course- She's a bit of a pacifist. She's not going to get anything that hurts someone else. She's like a hippie chick, love But oh, wait everybody. a second.
1: She agreed for one second. For, for one, one second. second.
0: Until she knew what it was. Hey, if you're going to sell her on the katas, you got her. If you're going to sell her on
1: the fighting, not so much. For one second, Moon was almost a member of Eagle Fang. Yeah. But then, what does she have to say? Who does she tell them to talk to? She tells Miguel and Johnny to speak to her ex, Piper who is a great athlete. Stay with us. We'll be right back. So tell us about how, first of all, how you came up with that with that idea or the approach and how you're infusing K-dramas into the mental health pr- approach or practice that you have. And what's been the feedback so far from people or, or just in general, like clients and things like that?
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah, I use Korean
1: dramas Somewhat by accident in, in mental health, because I was trying to make connections with what as a family therapist.
0: Bingo. Okay. Now they're focused. And we don't do that now. We leave finally. Yep. Yep. But I do love when she comes up. There's some perv chasing the track team around <laughs> or something. So it's like he's already been identified on campus, but no one's dependent on him just yet. So now we're at the LaRusso's house and Sal. I didn't see this coming. No. But Tori visits. Yeah. And Amanda opens the door and says, oh, so you're knocking this time.
1: Yeah. She's delivering an Amanda-ism, right? She would have said that to anybody. Tori happens to be the one there. I totally agree. However,
0: I don't think she would have said this at this point in time. After all that she's learned recently in the last few episodes, And you can tell that she's starting to care for Tori. She chases her out at the birthday party where she's going to quit. I just don't think she would have been this aggressive. Maybe earlier this season, I just felt it was a little bit
1: out of place for Mm -hmm. her at this point in time. Mm -hmm. Just my opinion. Well, I'm surprised she invites her in. I mean, she could have just talked to her on the porch. You know, she could have stepped outside, talked to her on the porch. How about going for a ride? How about that? You know, hey, let's go Mm -hmm. for a cruise and chat. Instead, she invites her in, which is very hospitable to do so. Well, she also realizes Sam's
0: not there, so we find out just yet. Yeah. And we learn that Tori, much like in the synopsis of this episode, she needs LaRusso's help yeah. for school. She needs someone to kind of vouch for her to get her back in. They'll take her situation under review you know, as far as her mother's concern and all the tough things she's dealing with, but she needs some family to vouch for her and who better than the LaRusso's. And then Amanda wants her to see someone, like a therapist Non-karate therapist, (laughs) if you will.
1: They don't care if it's the Dalai Lama. Yeah, exactly. And then who enters, Sal? Well, we hear (laughs) Daniel (laughs) chit-chatting as as they walk, and then we see Daniel arriving with Sam. Mm. Oh my God, I could not believe this moment. Sam looks into her own kitchen and sees her own mother sitting down with Tori at the kitchen table. And she is pissed, and she says, what the hell is she doing here? Yeah, you're breaking bread with
0: the enemy. What is this girl doing here? Oh my gosh. I thought it was gonna be a showdown right then and there, like early in season one when Johnny and Daniel had that showdown at LaRusso's house. Remember that? Just showed up at his backyard oh, and yeah, they, yeah, were yeah, yeah. they were gonna go right, at it. Like right I was right. like, what's
1: gonna happen right here? Mm-hmm. Well wait a second. Are we a hundred percent on board with Tori? Is she legit here? Is mm-hmm. she does she have some sort of plan or scheme? Or is she really humbling herself and asking for legitimate help because she really wants to, you know, improve her life, be better, go back to school, the whole thing? Or is this part of some sort of trick? I don't think she's changed too much, but I do think she's genuine in her
0: needs and her seeking help. Not like, hey, I'm all better now and I'm all good, but I'm in over my head. And Amanda has put a branch out there, an olive branch. And, you know, so I think that it's genuine. And it's probably the last place she wants to go, Sal. So, it's like very humbling to say, okay, I'll go there. I invaded this very home not that long ago. So, I I don't think she's up
1: to – she's not crease. Not yet. Not only does she invade the home, but with her two uh, accomplices right behind her, flanking her, she walks in and says, no mercy. (laughs) Let's not forget that. (laughs) Oh, no, we cannot. We cannot.
0: So – now we're at Eli, ex-Hawk's house, I'll say, oh. and he's playing computer games and Dimitri arrives because he's got... Well, he lets himself in, Sal, because he's found the key underneath the old, what, flower gnome. And he's there to recruit Eli because Eli's kind of just tapped out. Yeah, he, yeah. We, we all saw what happened to him. Sure. Head shaved. He was humiliated, yeah. Humiliated, yeah, yeah. came and talked to everybody, but has just been in hiding.
1: Also, the really? whole the whole uh, Samson to get biblical on you, Jason. Yeah, there you go. There Samson, you go. Knew, uh, the Bible story, his strength. He gets yeah. his hair cut off, and his strength goes with the hair. So maybe uh, there's some of that here with Eli. And by the way, this is a nice place. What is this like a basement apartment? Well, this is just a basement, like a game room. It like, looks great. Know, th- looks like a great place for a couple of teens to hang
0: on and play video games. Well, we've been at Eli's house before in season one when his mother was on the phone and Eli went Mm. to his room. But the base, you know what?
1: This is a nicer place than was in that scene when the mother was speaking to the The counselor. The show
0: has evolved. And now it's like, oh, their house is huge. And we're going to see this area now. (laughs) haven't seen the mom in a while, but definitely. Yeah, nice place. But then Dimitri, like he always does, has
1: such great lines. Like I always say, him and Amanda. What does he have to say? I mean, Mister Larusso says anyone can be the hero, but I'm not Batman. I'm more like Alfred. You're Batman. Oh, right, I forgot. You're not a DC guy. Whatever, forget Batman. You're the Hawk, and the Hawk is Marvel, right? Is he? I think he's just advocating to him and what he likes. Like you're the Hawk, and like you're the hero. You are, and the you're hero.
0: definitely not a DC guy. That's yes, I think it's yes. his meaning. But really, Hawk's not holding out for either dojo. like This is really news to Dimitri. He's like, no, 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 I'm not coming back to Miyagi-Do or Eagle Fang. I'm just not coming back to karate. I'm quitting karate.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's like, whoa, okay.
1: Yeah. Sad because I'm a fan. I really enjoy seeing Hawk do karate. I'm a big fan. So that was very sad to hear. Also very touching to see Dimitri try to appeal to him. He says, I don't care if you have a mohawk or a mullet or pigtails. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's letting him know yeah. that, listen, I, I'm your friend. I'm with you. It doesn't matter what happens. So yeah, very touching scene with uh, one friend trying to appeal to the other. But yeah, unfortunately, Eli is uh, too much on the down and out.
0: Also, when you have a persona like this, and the persona's taken away, wrestlers might deal with this. You know, It's like, oh, what am I now? And he's probably just trying to figure that out. And he needs his best friend, Dimitri, to come over and kind of cheer him up a little bit. So we actually come back to this scene. So yeah. we leave now. Now we're back at the West Valley High School, and this time we're in the gym cell. And Johnny and Miguel, still there, still recruiting, and they're watching Gymnast. And this is hilarious. A parent approaches Johnny, and Sal, he gives the wrong impression.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because what does the guy say? Like, which one's yours? Like, implying like, which one's your daughter? Exactly. And what does Johnny say? Like, something like, oh, that one looks good right over there. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to say yet though. And that guy immediately is like, but Johnny is just, he's
0: just oblivious to that. Like that guy's there to pick up someone for a dojo? No, of course that's going to be perceived as like perv. And I'm surprised that guy didn't go off and tell a security guard or the principal and like, get this guy out of here or get slugged. Of course, then you're fighting with Johnny Lawrence, but yeah, but hilarious. It comes off really funny. And then we see Piper. We've met Piper before. Yes. And now we you know, see her and they come over and they kind of have an exchange because Miguel knows her from school. And I got to say, so I was really impressed with his recruiting skills in this scene.
1: Oh, I loved it. I he loved next it. I loved level how, much, how much he learned, you know, the phraseology that he uses. Exactly. It was great. And then she asks about, what does he say? Non-binary and gender fluid students. Yeah. And then Johnny says, oh yeah, yeah. Fluids are, are crucial.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, it's a joke, but he doesn't even get it, but, no. his, but Miguel's there to save the day.
1: And, and he's funny.
0: It. <laughs> it's no, that great. Was great.
1: That was great. And by the way, I think that that was really Piper doing those flips. I don't think that was a stunt person. I I think it was her. Yeah. I think it was. Hey, she's the best athlete in school, man. Come on. Yeah. She did
0: great. Well, not only that, Sal, Piper's in. Yeah, She's going to sign up and Miguel is shocked and elated- and Sal, I got to say, Piper's words should also motivate you.
1: Ah, <sighs> I know. I know. You want to say it or do you want me yeah, to say it? Yeah, sure. Piper says, I don't want to be the last person in the valley that doesn't know karate. <laughs> Hello, like me. <laughs> Sal Rodriguez, you were born and raised in the valley and you know you know the
0: Karate Kid inside and out. You're on a show, Let's Talk Cobra Kai.
1: You got to learn karate. I do. I need to join a dojo.
0: Yeah. I do. Yeah, I think so.
1: But should I join a good dojo or a evil dojo? Be like Cayman and go to the bad one first, ah, Robert Mark Cayman. Yes. Yes.
0: Have that experience yes. and then come over to the good. I'll do it. So now we're at Larusso's house again, and Sam is basically exploding. Now they're not around Tori at this point in time. It's just yeah. Daniel and Amanda, and she is letting them have it. You know, and she's been scared and. She's learned a lot through Eagle Fang, and she really wants to study with Johnny. And why in the heck are they trusting Tori? I mean, here's your enemy, your arch rival, and they're like, and their parents are letting them in, you know, and say, oh no, here's what she has to say, and she's just, she's livid, so
1: yeah. Well, because this is, you know, inviting someone into your home, that's a big deal. It's one thing. Mm-hmm. It's one thing. If a man is like, oh, I'm going to go meet Tori at the school or yeah. I'm yeah. going to go meet her mom or, you know, so, that's, that's one thing. But to invite them into your home and quote unquote break bread, yep. that's a big thing. Sam is livid and I almost don't blame her.
0: Yeah. No, I agree.
1: I agree. So she just bolts out then, right? Yeah, leaving, Sam's Leaving out. Amanda and Daniel. She's out.
0: And then Amanda
1: begins to share her past. I said this before when, when she was taking a liking to Tori, I said, maybe there's something about Amanda. Why does she relate to Tori? What's going on here? I called it. You did. And we <laughs> never, we don't know
0: these things. And she shares about getting arrested. Wow. How she had a baseball bat and took Ew. it to a ma- her math tutor's car. Yeah. And immediately you're thinking, guy math tutor? No. Oh. Female math tutor who was having an affair with her dad. Yeah. Wow. She has a streak and she stood up for herself, got herself in trouble. And Sal, you are absolutely right. I mean, we don't know any more than that, but it's yeah. nice to know some history of Amanda.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, some serious stuff. L- let you know what, uh, what kind of person she is and what she's capable of.
0: Yeah. And we learn about, well, we learn about her parents because I've asked that too. Like we don't know about her parents, you know, no. sometimes- Anthony was with her parents. It's like, we don't know them. Yes, now yes. we know they're not together because they still got a divorce. This car bashing didn't help. <laughs> no. And we learned that she was charged with a misdemeanor, reckless endangerment. Sal, that could be on that's a crime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it could be on that's a crime. And you know what? It, also an example of where, particularly if you're a minor, particularly if it's a first offense, they'll reduce the charges. Right. They kind of give you a little more of a slap on the wrist. Something that could be a felony, they'll drop to a misdemeanor. They do that a lot. When I was a kid, my mother used to say, you better enjoy getting in trouble as a juvenile because Mm -hmm. once you're an adult, the law will throw the book at you. Yeah. And she was absolutely right. So yeah, I kind of went nuts as a a teen myself, but yeah, luckily it's all behind you once you hit your 20s, hopefully.
0: Well, that was a rough scene, touching scene, well acted. Daniel takes it in and he's like, and I'm also surprised that, it never came up, but she kept it. She kept this yeah, well,
1: deep. It's, she says it's not exactly a first date story. And, or an any date story. Or an any date story. And I'm loving, I'm loving the actor, Ralph Machio. I'm loving his reactions. So good. Yeah. His reactions to Amanda's, what, monologue are fantastic. It's
0: fantastic. Absolutely. And how she also goes on to say that helping Tori will break a pattern. It's a wake-up call for her. And Daniel, like it switches, like he understands now what she's doing and why she's working with Tori, but the light bulb goes off. And I don't know if you already knew what he was going with that, but it just resonated with Daniel, washed over his face. And he's like, I'm on board and I got to go fix something else. Oh, like I, Daniel didn't catch does.
1: I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. You read that basically. No, I wasn't exactly sure because there's the Johnny thing, there's the
0: Robbie, there's lots of things, you know, there's the crease thing or silver, but I knew that he was then motivated to go deal with something else. And, you know, it's Daniel's way.
1: Wow. Well, you're you're good. You're you're intuitive. I study. So
0: (laughs) I study these things. I'm a documentary filmmaker. I study people.
1: You do. You read people.
0: So now we're back at Eli's house and Dimitri won't let Eli quit. I'm calling
1: him Eli now because now we've just crossed
0: over. Yeah. So, well,
1: what do you think? He's going to get his tattoo removed now or another tattoo over it? Yeah. I don't know. To be determined on that front. I'm not sure. Rico, fix this thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fix this thing. Turn it into something else. Turn it yeah. into some sort a big of a
0: moon. geeky thing. Moon's back in the picture. That's a big crescent moon. But what does he share? What does Dimitri share in this
1: don't quit kind of motivation? Dimitri shares more about himself. Dimitri says, I mean, I was perfectly happy playing Dungeon Lord after school, but you put me in a situation where I had to join a dojo. And you know what? It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Wow. Dimitri is into karate right now. That is great. And Sal, that's more motivation for you. If Dimitri can do it, <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> of course, I don't have the reach that D- Dimitri has. You don't have to get in sparring matches anymore. I got to, as they call, fight in a phone booth is what they call it. There you go. Yeah. Well...
0: He scoots over on the couch, and he begins to show <laughs> Eli these videos that they did yeah. back in the day, and it's called the Binary Brothers. Yeah, Dimitri and Eli, and this is their theme song. Now they had fifteen thousand views, so that's come on, that's something. That's pretty good. And they made these two years ago, so you know they're still in high school, but they were like young, you know, just like freshmen, probably yeah. freshman sophomore.
1: And tell me what do (laughs) tell me their code name, Sal. Eli's code name is the one that's T H E and then numeral one, and Dimitri's code name zero. And that's where I didn't know if the Z E R O it looks like an O or is yeah, it a, it's a zero? zero It's a zero so it's, like it's okay, a binary Okay Z E R O but then and it's ones. an actual yeah,
0: very go. clever binary numbers one or zero will be
1: your hero comes up and, and their are amazing chorus it's quite funny Wait a funny. second wait a second I'm sorry I'm sorry Jason What's a binary number 0 and 1 Uh how do you know this I love computers Are you a nerd I'm a nerd <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me my
0: code name, So i do not do that. So yeah, so they're going on and on about this crazy stuff and it's shot just like an SNL skit or the lonely Island. They did a bunch of these videos who are also on SNL, Sandberg and his two buddies. And then there, of course
1: there's laser cats, which was yeah, a yeah. constant oh, yeah. skit on SNL. The, the, the lasers yeah. coming out of the cat eyes. <laughs> I love that. And honestly, I think in the origin, probably an homage to Devo at their, Oh well, yeah, Devo, but say? it's
0: more of a, it's definitely coming out of this SNL, Lonely Island. That's okay. what it, it's emulated it after, but that is definitely spawning from Devo. Sure. Oh, okay. Let's go there. I got to check this yeah. out. And then Sal, Dimitri connects with Eli and it's touching and it works because he shows him this. He explains they're just how tight they are, their bond. And Eli's just in the dumps, man. And a teenager going through this. Sure. Yeah. You know they tend to kind of waller in it for a while, but hey, he's got Moon that's back in play. He's got a dojo that cares about him, and this was a wonderful scene.
1: Yeah, and we're assuming that his mother is somewhere around, probably caring about him, making him snacks upstairs. Yeah, so he he's got some supportive people in his life. He's not alone. He's not alone. No, no, these are good problems to have, right? Look at Tori's problems. So
0: you got your head shaved. I get it. It's a bullying tactic, but. You're going to be okay. Yeah. And not even your head shape, just your your mohawk. You're yes, because he still has hair. He still has hair. Must Perfectly. be nice.
1: Must be nice, Jacob. <laughs> Sorry, Sal. <laughs> so now we're
0: back at the Reseda Flats and Robbie visits the convenience store and always
1: love scenes in the store.
0: <laughs> always. Is, yeah. But who
1: yeah. enters? Robbie's in there. Yeah. looking around who enters after Robbie Yeah 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 so Robbie's in there and then Daniel enters I did not see that coming but you Ding! did you did Well no I thought he was going somewhere so when I heard that ting
0: then I knew that's okay. where he's going okay. Funny how he catches him there right <laughs> You yeah. go down to the cobra Dota. Oh Robbie just went in the convenience store. Okay I love how they just catch people like going in but please continue
1: But then Robbie thinks that Daniel's there to try like try to recruit him try to rescue right. him right Yeah well, this is a great scene. Yeah, by the way. because this is Daniel really being very serious. Yes. He takes Terry Silver very seriously. I, you know, obviously oh, he man. should. And he wants to let Robbie know, basically give him a warning. Yeah. He says, I'm here to tell you what's going to happen to you next. Terry Silver just popped up out of the blue, right? He did the same thing to me. He'll seem decent enough, show you a few moves, and then he'll worm his way in, chip away at you, and push you past your limits you'll become stronger than you thought possible. But Silver won't stop there, okay? This man is sick and twisted, and when he's done with you, you won't be you anymore. One day you'll find yourself with some poor kid's blood all over your shirt, and you'll just hope it's not too late to change course. Mm. Hello, Karate Kid 3. Karate
0: Kid 3, that was Rudy. Not connected to Dimitri's reference, but Rudy was at the club that Silver had him go attack. Remember that whole sequence? Was that the guy's name? Yeah. In the movie, Rudy. Yes. He went up to him and they had that exchange, and so he paid the guy to confront Daniel, and then Daniel did what he did, blood on his hands. Now, that was played by actor Gabriel Jarrett, who was in Real Genius, the 1985 great movie with Val Kilmer. He was kind of one of the main guys, but I was like, oh my gosh. So, Absolutely. Definitely a call back to Karate Kid 3.
1: Wait, do you think he'll be in uh, season five? <laughs> I don't know. He was only that one <laughs> bit. But hey,
0: bring him in. Get Rudy in there. We're going to get Mike Barnes and Rudy and why not? But Sal, it's just like a, a nightmare in a nightmare, like uh, American Werewolf in London. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. hear the ching again, mm, very no. faintly. We're not Maybe we think it's a normal customer. Yeah. Not to be, Sal. Who enters this time?
1: I know. And then he's standing behind Daniel. Yeah. We see Terry Silver- Right? At first, he's yeah. kind of blurry until the camera doesn't focus on him right away. But I think we know who it yeah. is, even though he's a little blurry. And he's there watching. And he just assumes Daniel's there to poach his students, Yeah,
0: our student, and definitely Robbie in this matter. Well, Robbie exits, and he tells Daniel, you know, hey, you were really hot-headed, and I just had to wind you up. You know, he's just, he knows how to play Daniel.
1: Yeah, yeah. He didn't, have, he to said, to, uh, didn't have to do much to inspire him, yeah. You know?
0: And then he says something that, I mean, this is an incredible line and it's just, I don't even know how to take it. I'm just in awe, but he's like, you just don't want to admit there's always been a little Cobra Kai in you. Oh, and Daniel's almost like, yeah, it was almost like he got too close to the sun. Maybe there was something in there just a little bit because Daniel is a hothead. mind you. And he was being motivated. Miyagi didn't want anything to do with him. And he thought my training's going well and I'm becoming a badass. So, you know, there was something there. But anyway, I just love that sequence. And then of course, what does Nestor have to say?
1: (laughs) That's the clerk. That's the guy that- (laughs) Yeah.
0: We've seen Nestor a lot. In fact, when he comes in, Robbie comes in, they're like, you know, high five and handshake and-
1: And what does Nestor say? He says something like, hey, if you're going to use this as a conference room, you need to to buy something. He says that to Terry, right? Yeah, exactly. And then Terry just turns around and gives him a look. And then Nestor's like, oh, it's a...
0: Yeah, hey, no, it's it's all good.
1: It's cool. Yeah,
0: but that was a great sequence. I mean, what he laid, what Daniel laid on the line and shared with Robbie, all true, this isn't the same Silver that was apologizing at Miyagi Dojo just the other day, right? No, no <laughs> this an episode is the real ago. Terry Silver. That this guy is him for reals, yeah. Right? What? What?
1: Yeah. Who was that? That wasn't real, right? He didn't. He didn't. Wasn't really trying to apologize. He was
0: still in that haze, you know, that mindfulness haze. This was is he? Terry Silver. No, when he was apologizing, now he's like back to normal. Okay, like, yeah,
1: hit normal, quote unquote. Terry Silver, yes.
0: Knowing Daniel's not going to start a fight with him but just like you know call it like it is
1: but jason it does bring to mind and i guess i never really thought of it this specifically was daniel suffered at the hands of the tutelage i would say of uh terry silver and karate kid three but in the end he did beat mike barnes is it possible that that he would not have beat mike barnes were it not for training with terry silver and cobra kai is that possible You know, it's so funny.
0: During this sequence, that's what I was thinking about. I thought for sure that Silver was going to say, and you won All-Valley. I really thought he could have laid that out there. Yeah, Because it wasn't like him and Miyagi went on this long montage of training again, right? He just took him in. All of a sudden, Miyagi's at the All Valley in his corner and gave him the advice to get him off. Of course, Miyagi did what he had sure. to do, but it wasn't like- It's okay a to lose one. to
1: opponent. It's not okay lose
0: to fear. Exactly. And he needed that, yeah. but he trained at Cobra Kai Dojo wow. and trained a lot. So I thought, yeah, he could throw that in there in oh, his yeah. face. And then Daniel had been like, oh, I did win all that. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's like throw him for a loop. Wow. But yeah, very good point. And so, that's it for the convenience store
1: for this episode, I got to say. But great usage of space. Yeah. I do miss and, Armin, though. I want to see Armin again. I oh, know. I hope they bring up back Armin in season five. <laughs> yeah. And his nephews. Yeah. How about and, those guys? And so, now we're back at Eagle Fang. And
0: Piper's a no-show, Sal, because there's another dojo in the valley with merch. Yeah. And they see her... Instagram feed, it might even be a live story, but she's got the merch Mm. and everyone's excited. And again, we couldn't even tell what it is, but there's lots of merch going around. A lot lot of stuff, a lot of gear. It's those shoeboxes
1: again. I want to see those. And she says, can't wait to kick ass with Team Cobra Kai. So she's totally kied out already. All all she needed was some merch. (laughs) Doesn't even let them know. Doesn't even tell
0: them. I'm not not going to make it. (laughs) Who got to her, Sal? Who got to her? (sighs) Tori, I guess? But who's at school? How many Cobra Kais are running around school? Robbie's not there. I don't know. Interesting though, huh? Random.
1: They sent sent her a coupon code and she just got the shoes.
0: So Johnny is upset. Miguel though, starts to motivate him and shares, hey, I wasn't a champ when you found yeah, me, Johnny, and you turned yeah, me into the champ. So, so true. You know, so he true. needed to hear that. Because again, it's funny how this, you know, this show is like, hey, let me pick you up real fast, Eli. You don't want to quit karate. Hey, Johnny, no, no, no. We can't just go find a champion. We got to go build one probably. Yeah. And it's great. And this leads to, Sal, what type of thinking does everyone need to do?
1: Outside the box. <laughs>
0: outside the box. But Sal, I think Johnny's unclear on what that means.
1: He doesn't know the expression, I guess. He, yeah. he He's thinking like literally there's a box and you have to think outside of it. Yeah, I don't get this at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really funny.
1: And a great scene.
0: I love to see when, you know, the student helps the teacher, yeah. teaches the teacher, you know. I, I love it. And it yeah. was a great moment. Anytime they bond, I love it. Yeah. And now we see Samantha driving, a beautiful car. And we don't know where she's going, Sal. I mean, listen, I I can call some things. I did not see
1: this coming. No, no, no. There was a foreshadow, but we didn't realize it at the time. There
0: was a foreshadow. Yeah. So she's driving along and she pulls up to
1: whose house in Santa Barbara? I did not see this coming either. (laughs) Samantha arrives at Aisha's house. Wow. And then as a viewer- Not as a co-host of Let's Talk Cobra Kai. As a viewer, I'm going, there's Aisha. Where has she been this whole time? Totally. Why wasn't she in season three? Now she makes a cameo in season four. I'm very happy to see her. But so are we then to believe that the showrunners just kind of intentionally removed her from the show just to pop her back in for this little scene? No
0: idea. I mean, there was rumors of, what, one of Will Smith's children coming on the show. So I do not... Pay attention to that type of
1: thing. Okay, all right. Well, there was a lot of speculation. But
0: this show is big on, well, not big on it, but you know, we lose Kyler for a season and then he's yeah. back and we're now back. he's bigger than ever. Yeah. So when you say cameo, I see this episode because we're going episode by episode. Yes. I don't know if Aisha's back, but there she is in the flesh. I'm super happy to see her. I always
1: loved Aisha's oh, yeah. character. I'm very happy to see her and very surprised to see her. And we find
0: out that her father, Isaiah Robinson... Hall of Famer, by the way, in the NFL, linebacker for the Chargers. He played in San Diego, but of course, they're now in Los Angeles. But he got a job for UCSB. Now, I don't know if he's a football coach or administrator or athletic director. We don't know, but they are now in Santa Barbara. But Sal, what I have to say is Sam's learning all this as we are. I'm shocked that they never text or spoke. Like That's like, how did you not know this information? But you know,
1: yeah, exactly. It's not like they weren't able to communicate as any of us would in 2022. And by the way, yeah. just for the person who doesn't know a lay of the land, Santa Barbara up the 101 freeway uh, is about a good 90 miles north of Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in LA
0: further east, mm-hmm. if you're in Pasadena, it could be a couple hours. Sure. When I lived in the valley, I could get to Santa Barbara in an hour. Yeah, so beautiful. I love Santa Barbara and oh, the yeah. San Inez yeah. Valley and all of that.
1: It's a destination.
0: I also love Aisha's advice that she shares Mm. with Sam. It's just, it's really great and poignant. It's about how she goes to this new school and also can read people and sees potentially her new bully. And what does she do, Sal?
1: She wins over her new potential bully Mm -hmm. by what? Complimenting her shoes. Yeah. Didn't even like him, but figured it'd be the right thing to say. And And now they're besties, but she makes it a point to tell Sam, my my new school bestie, you're my OG So, Sam and Aisha go way back. But yeah, she tells Sam how she won over her potential bully and she used the phrase, oh, yeah, striking first. Yes. So, that was Aisha's way of striking first in a positive way. Yep. And so we think, oh, now maybe she's inspired Sam to do something similar. Maybe she'll strike first in some positive way too. And she set her own terms and she told Sam, you gotta do that as well. Set your own terms.
0: And she's learned so much. From Sensei Lawrence. It changed her life. And it's like, wow, I loved hearing that. I love Johnny getting some credit where credit's due. Striking first isn't necessarily coming up and punching Sal Rodriguez in the nose. It might be me doing something uncomfortable and introducing myself. It's whatever it is, it's acting. And I love that. I like making the first motion.
1: You can use that expression, striking first or making the first move, across any arena. Anything. Yeah. I struck first when
0: I asked you to be a co host. On this show,
1: you did, you did, and I, you know well, what? Jason you, were, you
0: weren't going to contact me, on that no. You was. know what, Jason?
1: I'm proud of you. Proud.
0: Hey, man, thanks, bro. So I showed no mercy as well. <laughs> <You did>. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so now we're back at West Valley High School, and now this time's out. It's the debate club. Yes,
1: and by the way, I love this three shot. Oh, we got great. Johnny, Miguel, and Bert in a three shot, and I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving it.
0: Yeah. Basically, Johnny's spending the whole day at school. (laughs) That's what he's (laughs) doing. And so, his outside of the box thinking, you know, we're about to get there, but he comes up and he has this idea because this idea probably hit him in the shower or, or having a Coors banquet, but he wants to recreate, recreate Ladybugs, yeah. the 1992 Rodney Dangerfield movie, which I got to say also starred Jonathan Brandis, who rest in peace, died at the young age of 27 of a suicide. So just, I didn't mean to be a a downer, but that's the facts. I remember seeing this movie many, many years ago. But Mm -hmm. uh, And why don't you give us the quick premise so we can understand the ruse that Johnny was up to here.
1: Well, now that they have a female champion, Johnny wants somebody to dress up as a girl? (laughs) Exactly. Wear a wig and just kind of act. Even
0: in the movie Ladybugs, Jonathan... I forget his character's name.
1: Yeah. Didn't
0: really look like a girl. Yeah. He just had a wig on and spoke in a higher, you know, voice. Now he's a teenager and you know they're all wearing soccer jerseys, so he just pretended to be a girl. Wasn't like elaborate like Tootsie. It wasn't like Tootsie or
1: Mrs. Doubtfire.
0: Mrs. Doubtfire. No.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, he's thinking, got a wig here. That's what we'll do. And Miguel's thinking it's him, but no, no, no. (laughs) Miguel's too valuable. He's too good of a fighter. Yeah. He's thinking about. Mitch, Penis also breath. known <laughs> as? <laughs> <Penis breath. laughs> exactly. So this is his outside the box thinking, and they're just like, even Bert doesn't say anything, but you can just see it. No, on his he's face. got some great like,
1: reactions. You could tell that he's about to beautiful. say something, but he doesn't yeah, say anything. Yeah, he doesn't have to say anything.
0: <laughs> Miguel is just like, you know, Miguel is just a little disappointed, like,
1: oh, I don't know, but then say by the day, oh. what happens? I love this. I love what this scene represents because, you know, oh, we're looking for a new female karate. Let's go look into the world of athletics, right? That's exactly. what you think. Yeah, so yeah, there, there you are recruiting on the fields. And and remember last time you re, they were recruiting on, was it crease recruiting on the basketball court and mm-hmm. all that? So you're going to look that way. But I like the idea of looking where you wouldn't have looked otherwise. Yeah. Now you would not look for your new female karate student to be on the debate team. No. And yet there she is. On the stage in the middle of her debate, they're having a serious debate about the death penalty.
0: Yeah. And Devin, she kills it. And she goes, No mercy on the stage. She walks (laughs) over to (laughs) the other podium, the opposing debaters' podium, rips a book, and she's showing no mercy on stage. And they're just like, In awe. And then, oh, by the way, this was the person that Bert tried to tell Johnny about, but he dismissed it.
1: There you go. Bert thinks outside the box.
0: He can recruit too.
1: And then Johnny says, I just found the most badass girl in the valley. Nice. Because you but know why? Love it. Because you know why? It's not just about being athletic or strong. It's not just about that. You know what it is? It's the desire to win. That's what she's got. Yes. She's got it. That is huge. So now we're back at Miyagi Dome, And
0: Daniel's he's blasting crowd noise. Kind of, you know, they do this at football arenas too. They break... <sighs> Like, yeah. this is going to be a full all-valley immersion practice. Yeah, you yeah. get used to being on stage. It's almost like a rehearsal. A rehearsal. Yes. And a, a lot of football teams practice with piped-in noise.
1: It's like, I think You couldn't it's good. hear
0: the calls. you got to get good. used to that, Yeah, how you're going to react to that. Uh, when it's I was really doing, smart.
1: When I was doing stand-up comedy, the thing you had to look out for, I forgot what they called it, but there was this moment at a comedy club when everyone pays their bill. Like, all of a mm-hmm. sudden, the whole oh, room right, is right. paying their bill, and you're up there. The first time I ever dealt with that, I was That's like, "What the hell is going on?" I didn't know what to do. You learn, you learn how to ebb and flow with there it. There you go. It takes time and it takes experience. Yeah. yeah, you better check your bill again. Just call people
0: out. You know, little things. Yeah, there you go. Yep. But you could also practice this out and like just pipe in crowd heckles. Yeah, hey, you suck. That helps. <laughs> you. And, and dealing with that. Yeah, yeah, I it love it. it. Well, this is great. They're all, and not only that, it's a full dress rehearsal. They all have geese on the full bit. And he brings Dimitri up first, and they're sparring and yeah. doing very well. And Dimitri, actually, I gotta say, he's come so yes. far. Sal. I'm
1: digging that kick. He does, he does a great kick, like a spinning yes. back kick. Looks and great. Daniel
0: blocks it and then gets a shot on him. But it's like he is impressed yeah. by Dimitri. And Dimitri's long and lanky, like you just talked about his reach, sure. right? So yep. he could be dangerous. And then Sal, who arrives?
1: Eli. Yes, here he is. Oh, so good to see him. So he arrives. Everybody gives him the hero's welcome. Yeah, everybody's happy to see him. And then they don't Daniel know what says, to call him though. They don't know what to <laughs> call. No, no. no. <laughs> what's his name? I guess it's Eli. Eli, you hog. You just right? tell us. You just tell us. So then Daniel gets excited, and then he—that's when he goes inside. Yes, into the indoor dojo to grab a gi, and that's when he runs into Sam as she's there stretching her hamstrings on the floor.
0: Yeah, she's letting the guys do their thing, and she's yes. in there stretching while you know Daniel's going through this whole drill. Sure. And by the way, I got to say. I love what Eli says. He's there to help the team. And that was like, you know, being such an athlete and team oriented person yes. I am, I just love that it is about team. Yeah, so no, that's wonderful.
1: True.
0: So he's in there talking to Samantha, and so they
1: both apologize. And this is where we think that Aisha's pep talk is going to do something positive here.
0: So that's what I'm, that's what I'm, some, what I'm some might say thinking. that it did.
1: But okay. We'll, we'll get to that. Let's put it this way. I'm expecting Sam to now operate in a, Manevolent benevolent fashion. I'm sorry. Sorry. Benevolent. Yeah. Benevolent. That's yeah. good. Not malevolent, which is bad. So time will tell. I'm seeing a halo on, around Sam right now. Right. And yeah. maybe I'm stupid. No, not stupid. Hopeful.
0: Hopeful. Yes. So, and they're all smiles. I love this. And then Daniel's proud of Sam for being the bigger person. Yes. Right? So that we end on that note, like you said. So we all think like, okay, great. Well, here comes the finale of the episode and we're at West Valley High School. Again, we've been here a lot this episode, Mm -hmm. but it's the next day. It's not the same day. And Johnny's not there. Mm -hmm. And Tori enters and she's, you know, getting searched by the guard security. Now there's a lot of security at this school. Yeah, metal detectors, all that. And she's scanning the crowd. It's that first time back. We've seen this like with Miguel and Sam. Anybody who hasn't been there for a while and you come back, and it's just like a lot to take in, right? Yeah.
1: She didn't get the same welcome Miguel got, though. She
0: sure did. Hey, champ! Yeah. No, not the same. But she scans the crowd. It's a really great scene because you're kind of scanning her POV and then boom, there's Sam, right yeah. in her face, right? Yeah. And what
1: happens? Okay, so right here is where I'm thinking... Well, I guess there's going to be some. (laughs) some, Yeah, olive branch, the whole thing. No. So Tori says to Sam, I heard you let me back in, LaRusso. So I guess I should. And you think she's going to say, I guess I should apologize? She's being very genuine. Okay, there you go. So at this juncture, high hopes. High hopes. (laughs) hopes. (laughs) Sam. Let's hug it out. Sam claps back. Mm. I don't care what game you're playing, but I'm not scared of you. You're not in control here. I am. My parents might fall for your bullshit, but if you so much as look at me funny, I will kick your ass for a third time. I'm coming for you, bitch. Wow. Oh my god. She took it the other way, Sal.
0: She took it the other way.
1: Well she strike first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I cannot believe what I'm seeing here. Sam, who are you? (laughs) Oh my
0: she had to face her own fears. Wow. And she just put it all on the line. And you know what? I, she had to do it for herself.
1: Really. Then that "I'm coming for you, bitch" line. Holy cow! Yeah, that of was a bit
0: on top. That was uh, yeah, strike first, no yeah. mercy. That was everything. The well, whole, when Tori got the PA, the run.
1: Tori grabbed the PA from that girl in the office. Oh yeah, got was the That was that. It was that. Yep.
0: And who was freaked out by that? Of course, Sam was always like, "Remember that time at the." golf and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that Arcade was adjacent or part of.
1: She started to have PTSD. She kind of hide
0: and thinking, "Uh uh-oh, what's going on here? So that whole sequence, she's done that. She's been there. She doesn't want to be that person anymore.
1: And I don't want her to be that person either, but somewhere there's a happy medium, right? Now she's going like full aggression now, you know? Yeah, that was a
0: lot to take in. And it was interesting though, that did Sam really have to sign off on Tori? Because she really mentions her like... I heard you let me back in. So was it Amanda calls Tori and says, "You know, we talked about his family. Even Sam's
1: okay with this, Samantha." So it was weird that she referenced that. Well, what I'm thinking it was, as it relates to the high school, is I guess the other family. So you have Tori and her family because you know when they're juveniles, it involves the families. So you have Tori and her family, you have Sam and her family, the LaRusso family kind of signs off like they forgive Tori, yeah, no, I, and her, yeah right? totally. All right, Okay. So that's so. Tori is acknowledging. But she's making it sound and,
0: like Sam herself had to do
1: it. Well, that's I'm how assuming I was the, she means like the United Front. Yeah, yeah, of The yeah, LaRusso's is is what I figured. Right. So that so she sense. needed the Larusso family to sign off on that whole what? Totally. I mean I everything get that. with the with the spike bracelets. That whole thing. Right. Everything. everything. Probably. Everything. Like,
0: okay. If we're okay with Tori being here, then you should be as well. We yeah. vouch for her. We have the most to lose. I get all that. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that she specifically said Sam. But I got to say, much like the decade-long rivalry of Daniel and Johnny, do yeah. you think these two are more similar than different?
1: Well, look, we're seeing a softer side of Tori and a more aggressive side of Sam. So they are balancing each other No matter what they do, the other one's going to counterbalance, right? This franchise does stuff like this. Like, oh, yeah, Tori's all bad.
0: Hang on a second. She's got, you know, there's justified reasons for her outburst. And Sam hasn't been an angel. We know that now. They're not too far apart, is my point.
1: No, it's true. And you know what? I like how this show always shows no one is all good and no one is all bad. No, except for Mr. Miyagi. He's all good. But he's not on the show. But hang on a second. Talk to Sato. Was Miyagi oh, all good? Touché. Ugh. Miyagi. Stole my wife. Yeah. So it depends yeah, on who you right. talk okay, to. You know? Fair enough.
0: <laughs> I stand corrected. Well, that's it. The end of the wow. episode intense. What an amazing episode six. So much is happening. Every episode. Now we know we only have four left and we know mm. we need to have an All Valley in there, right? Wow. And I kept thinking, is the All Valley going to be two episodes? There's just so much moving forward. And you you know... You're also getting the feeling that there's no way they're going to resolve all this, like we said earlier, you know, like you hinted at. Like, there's no way at all, just tie it up and tie a nice little bow into the season. No, we're going to be thrust into season five with lots of questions and anxiety, I'm sure.
1: Well, every season ends on a cliffhanger, right?
0: Yeah, in some shape or form. Yeah, Yeah, And it probably won't, I think we already know this. Of course, we know this, we've seen it. But we don't end the season with the old valley, you know, we have to end it beyond that.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're not going to have the end of the All Valley, then Mr. Miyagi there smiling and nodding. <laughs> right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And then over. <laughs> yeah. No, no, there's a lot to take in. A, a lot, lot to, uh, oh, geez. That's what I've learned, though. It has nothing to do with this season exactly as much as just I have to realize every season they're not going to wrap everything up on a pretty bow. And you're not going to end the season and go, oh, okay, well, that was neat. You know, no, no. They're going to leave no. you with something to look forward to in the next season.
0: Yeah. So great episode. Yeah. Tons of fun so much going on here. Let me see if I get this right. Kicks get chicks. <laughs> Nailed it.
1: <laughs>
0: Threw me for a few loops there. But uh, yeah, we have Devin. Well, we haven't talked to her yet, but Johnny has his sights on a female to join Eagle Fang. Yep. Sam is on the warpath. She is ready for all Valley like yesterday. Hmm. Tori is getting along with the LaRussos now. The Cobra Kai dojo is at an all-time high, right? They have gear. They have Mm. everyone excited. You give the young kids all this gear and this merch. Instagrams. Instagrams. And so, yeah, I cannot wait to see what's in store with episode seven.
1: Yeah, because I've forgotten already. I am wrapped up in each episode as we go. That's how I am, man. Yes. I don't even remember what happens in the next episode. I really don't. I don't remember what happens. I'll tell you when we record. Tell me again. when we get off the air. <laughs> yeah. So unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And get 20% off and free shipping with the code COBRAKAI at manscaped.com. Thank you
0: so much for listening. And please be sure to subscribe to the Let's Talk Cobra Kai podcast, as well as the Let's Talk Cobra Kai YouTube live channel. You can also really help us by giving the show a five-star rating
1: on Apple Podcast. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any Let's Talk Cobra Kai social media platform. If you're a dedicated listener or viewer of Let's Talk Cobra Kai, please
0: consider supporting the show on Patreon. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting JustCuriousMedia.com. No mercy.